get into Daryl later. I hope not. <laughs> good one. That was good. Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. Uh, this is episode 142. And when you guys are listening to this, it's election day. Woo! <laughs> is that really a woo? I mean, if they're on top of it, <laughs> yeah. I won't be listening to this until yeah. a week or two from now. Like, so We probably still won't even know who's president by that point. So it's still relevant. But anyways... This all will be over soon, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Let's not get into politics because everybody's probably... I don't even know if we're going to get people listening today because people are dealing with that stuff. I don't know. Uh, we got kind of a sweet episode. We changed things up because Commander Legends is insane. <laughs> insane. So we kind of scrapped what we were going to do. What We've been both of us building the uh, Walking Dead decks and we both have them right yours ready right yeah <gasps> are you drinking a beer it is it's november yes. 2nd that's what you did say you were gonna drink in november i was gonna wait look at you good. lowry good job cheers buddy what are you drinking um uh, this is a boulevard brewing Brandyland spiced imperial stout aged with apple brandy barrels limited release I've had this aging in my cellar for <laughs> at least three months now. Nice. Proud of you, Lowry. <laughs> oh, I, I'm scared. You're scared. Very scared. <laughs> I am drinking uh, one of my favorites. We both have had these cases, but the Beaver Island Brewing Sweet Miss Oatmeal Stout. <laughs> and so this is delicious. It's just a beer I like to go to. Well, cheers to cheers. gout mm. or lack thereof. How's that taste? That would suck if it was like really bad. <laughs> Your first right. beer. It's an all right beer. You're wasted now. <laughs> my uh, my tongue has probably changed. I've probably lost a lot of flavor. Oh, no. You're going to have to gain that back. Do you have a backup we'll or is that your good. only one you have with you? Are you going to have two no, tonight? that's the only one. Only right. one? Gotcha. <laughs> I got my Nalgene ready whenever gout kicks in. <laughs> it's immediate. It's like a taste. You have the beer taste and it's like up toe hurt now. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so it was kind of funny. Uh, side note, we got on that family Zoom thing and I my dad had come over for Halloween and I was just telling him like how both of you and I had gout and all that stuff. My dad with his damn hardcore dyslexia, he's like, yeah. Or I think grandpa was asking how our podcast was doing. I was like, oh, it's good. And my dad's like, yeah, they, they, they're the commander shingles. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. No, I was there. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> yeah. I know. And you're like, nope, I had that a few months that last that was, year. That was two years ago. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> I was like, it's no, the other dad. old man disease. Yeah. It's, it's commander gouts. <laughs> uh okay so today we got kind of a bigger show we are going to kind of discuss commander legends and actually more specifically we're going to break down one of the cards that was uh revealed the probably the Our chase opinions on it yes the chase of that of this set i guess the chase card 
Well, there's a bunch of chase cards with this, but the one that really. But this one, it is, was at least when it was initially out, pre-ordering for 150 bucks. Yeah, I think it's dropped down to 130. When we're talking about Jeweled Lotus, so we're gonna kind of do a discussion on that and kind of discuss or have a discussion on staples and whatever. We've had this discussion before, but I, I kind of wanted to bring up a little different angle to it all. Uh, so we'll get into that. We also have, we're going to discuss uh, what legendary creatures from that have been revealed. There's going to be more. We're going to talk about the rares yeah, and the there's mythics. There's still a whole week left Yeah. of spoilers. So we're going to discuss the ones that have been spoiled and kind of, <laughs> there's going to be 70 of them. So we can't just do one episode of that because then that I would hate myself listening to that episode. I probably wouldn't though. You wouldn't what? I would love to hear you'd you love to hear us just 70, 70 plus straight <laughs> legends. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then what do we got? We got one oh one spec. One spec to rule. <laughs> so we have that again continuing and we are continuing with the stump the Smith Savant. So we got a we got a big show. We're gonna see if Larry can get better than 50 points this week um anything Probably else not. i think that's it i'm Mine's definitely definitely on. not on my game today so <laughs> i'm already uh, drunk go fuck yourself yeah oh, damn it he's he's <laughs> wasted we got lowry back he's he's picking on adam that's mm. what happens when lowry's drunk god that feels good mm. that's so, what addiction tastes like <laughs> um anything else is there anything else that happened this week fun stuff how was your halloween how was you guys did uh something around the yard didn't you yeah we did a little treasure hunt for uh a little lowry we kind of set up a string and set up candies along the way nice he's uh he's pretty bad at finding stuff <laughs> <laughs> so we had to be like for about half of it it was just like he didn't know what the concept was going on yeah. like walking along no walk along the string oh there's candy oh cool candy <laughs> take a few and then he's walking off it's like no 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 stay near the string <laughs> oh candy pick that up oh candy and then the last bit he was getting it and then we like hit a bag of candy into in the sandbox and he kind of dug it out a little bit and nice so did you guys have yeah. uh, a lot of trick-or-treaters at your house? No. I would... Six? Six? Mid-six. Wow. Normally, hey. we have maybe like 15, 20. Yeah, I was going to say, your neighborhood seems like a neighborhood that have a lot. No, we don't. Is that a lot? Well, no, no, no. I guess... Yeah. But that's still more than what I get. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't lived in... you out in the country. I haven't lived You're in not. a place that can get a lot. Uh, yeah. That was windy as on freaking halloween that was crazy we were everything got blown over it was i don't know it was, felt like it was we actually got snow up here too i don't know if you guys did no it, no. it was just spit no. snow it wasn't like accumulating more like grapple um but yeah we the houses are so far they're two and a half acre lots so we only went to seven houses but it's like i was like a mile hike just for that seven houses it was insane <laughs> And we didn't have For a three and a half year old and a five yeah. year old. Well, we met with the neighbors across the street because they have their, the girls are six and four. And so we went with them, you know, we had our, our walk-in sodies, our adult beverages and, um, yeah, had the kids in the wagon. And by the time we got to the halfway point, kids wanted to get in the wagon. It was cold, windy. 
So, but they were happy. They got enough candy. We did. I did a little thing with Zeke the day before where businesses in Elk River were giving out candy, and mm. I was pretty sweet because previous years you'd have to go into the stores, all the businesses, and get candy. This time everybody was outside, and they either had bags that you just grabbed yourself, or you know they had the candy kind of separated. So it was kind of nice mm. that way. Mm-hmm. So everybody is practicing. You know, the crazy thing for me right now is like, I think I've been eating really clean since the gout has happened Mm -hmm. and Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit this morning, I've had less than 10 pieces of candy and I am fucking hungover. (laughs) Like, Like, it's not the same thing as like booze hungover, right? Does it feel like that? Worse, probably like less body, but like kind of got a headache. Oh, really? Very cranky. (laughs) Great. Um, this is going to really be a fucking good. fun episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know, hair of the dog. But I cut myself off this morning. I had like two Reese's and then I was like, kind of cranky at Little Lowry. I was like, God, I'm a dickhead. What is going on? And I had to sit down and think about it. And I was like, why? I just got my my best two nights of sleep in a row. Congratulations, by months. the way. Yeah, thank you. In eight months and I'm an asshole. What is going on? <laughs> just picking so on little kids on and yelling at them. Yeah, well, not little kids, just one. Yeah. <laughs> just one. Yeah. I can't be mad at baby girl. She can't even she say anything, months. so that's fine. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she yelled at me all day, too, yeah, but, but that was probably something else. <laughs> Change my diaper. I'm hungry. I'm tired. Repeat, rinse nah, and repeat. She's, she's big time into just like, hold me, because <laughs> she's teething. Mm. She has her two front teeth coming in. Still, it's like a week, but it was worse last week. So Ugh. that's always fun. Dad life. Uh, okay. I think that I, I didn't know. really I just threw up hand signs. You threw up hand signs. I didn't even see you. This went like that. Cut. <laughs> Dad life. Oh, was that? <laughs> I didn't have anything interesting happen with me this week. We just had the Halloween stuff. So that never happens. You live such an interesting life. <laughs> yeah. I played on uh, cock- I'm surprised you didn't. Played on cockatrice. So, yeah, you, you cut me off where it just sounded like I, I said I played on cock, and then that was it. <laughs> it's new, new to you, I'm guessing. Uh, played with uh, Trombley, AJ, and Zero on cockatrice on what day was that? Friday, and then I played with who did I play with on Wednesday? I think it was Jaw and Guy. And maybe I think it might have just been us three. I don't know. Days are blending together. So I got to test out my Daryl deck, which was a lot of fun, but I'll talk about that more when we actually do all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, let's do the tags quick. Uh, Patreon. You guys can go to Patreon. Dollar more gets you into the Discord. $5 or more gets you proxy of the week. Uh, we are doing the CS Battle Box League, uh, and we do have the prizes picked out. So if you guys, a dollar gets you into the Discord so you can join the league, the only thing you have to do is buy your own box, and then each month we'll add up to four packs uh, that you can use towards your deck, and we're going to do this for three months. But the prizes are, first place is going to get Scalding Tarn, second place is Wooded Foothills. Now, these are all from the new expeditions, and they won't be foil, just be normal uh just the regular pack cards uh and then third is morphic pool 
And then fourth place will be Sea of Clouds. So all this with the expedition stuff. And then we also do like a tiebreaker. So whoever has the most tiebreaker points. And we can explain that one later. But Prismatic Vista. So we're giving away a lot of good shit. Uh, yeah, very cool For stuff. this stuff. So, But the free way to support the show is you guys can jump on YouTube and subscribe there. Videos to come. Uh, Twitter, follow us there. Proxy of the Week is where you can see those. I want to call one a new thing that you've been doing a little more regularly is uh, Mail Day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to not not M A L E, but it's mails and get it. Check in the mail. <laughs> nice. I almost want to call it C S Mail Day because it's Card Sphere Mail Day because that's pretty much uh, that's all your your gettings from there or trade sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then you can also direct message us there, or if you also want to direct message us, you can just shoot us an email. Uh, at commandersmiths at gmail.com. That is our tags. All right. Should we get into the actual episode? Let's see. What were we doing first? Okay. We are doing... Oh, yes. We are doing this. It's time for everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. All right. Let me bring that down a little bit there. I love your game show host <laughs> voice. All right. So... <clears throat> Oh, I should add her a little, a guy brought this up to me that we're going to have to find a different background music because when I put this on YouTube, they're going to flag it, but we don't have, we don't have enough uh, followers yet on there for it even matter. So at this moment, we're still using the uh, Diablo two background music, but I'll get something else that'll be free and we can use it. All right. So how this game works, if you guys haven't been listening the last three weeks, I am going to read the flavor text of a card. Lowry. Is it just two? This is just the, this, this is the third, third week. week. Right? Yep, we've done it too. Yep. So, Lowry is going to try to guess the card by just getting the flavor text. Last week he got fifty points. So you start off with a hundred. Every clue I give him is minus ten points, and every no answer uh, I give him is minus five points. So we're going to try to do is move it a little quicker. Um, I, I was thinking, I don't know, on air production. At some point, we should do like a timer. Like, it's not going to be ticking for you, but after, say, 30 seconds or 45 seconds, if you don't have a guess or anything, then I just automatically give you a clue. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of is like making it so that you move it along as well. So if you wanted to guess (laughs) things, you can. Make some decisions. So, but yeah, this is a work in progress. uh, We're getting a lot of good feedback on it. People are liking this, uh, trying to play along at home. Um, but we'll see. We'll see if you can get this one. This was my backup one to if you got Cyclonic Rift last week. So we'll see. Maybe this okay. backup you get right away. All right. You ready? Sure. Uh, <clears throat> let me get close to this. All right. Here we go. Friends teach what you want to know. Enemies teach what you need to know. Friends teach what you want to know. Enemies teach what you need to know. All right. Um, I feel like I've definitely heard it. Is it in uh, just slowly narrowing it down? (laughs) This is... Friends teach what you... Um, want to know enemies teach what you need to know is it like 
time spiral newer block? No. Older. Um. Jeez. Is the is the card black? No. Friends teach what you want to know. Enemies teach what you need to know. I'll give you a free hint. Um, the and this is, has nothing to do with like giving you a hint of the cards. I'll tell you that the the picture with the flavor text kind of fits a little bit with what the picture is saying too. Oh, that is so bad. I know. That's why I wanted it. I'm not giving you a minus 10 point. I'm giving you something that's like kind of relates. Minus, maybe I'm confu- maybe I'm confusing you a little bit more. <clears throat> um is it a permanent card? Yes. Uh creature? No. Mm, okay, not black. Permanent card, not a creature. We have uh, enchantments or artifacts or planeswalkers. Not a planeswalker because it's an older card. Um, so artifact enchantment. You have... It's not green flavored in my mind. might be red or white. <laughs> <laughs> like you're naming all the colors. I didn't say blue I yet. <laughs> I didn't say blue, but I'm just I'm just going through the colors. Yeah, just going okay. Yeah. Definitely been told not black. I don't think it's green. Yep, correct, correct. Because they're not necessarily adversarial when it comes to um like friend or foe. Mm-hmm. Blue. You're kind of moving on the the right track with it because I mean. I'm not giving you the color names, but you know, think of like teachings. Like what? What color a would? Friend teaches you what you want to know, and an enemy teaches you what you need to know. Man, can I get the set? Uh, okay, so it's from originally is from prophecy. I don't know that set very well. Um, Caught uh, two, two reprints this year. This year? Oh, is this Rhystic Study? Yeah. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Dang it. I give it away with those. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> two. Dang it. Right on. Good job. Right on. Uh, okay. So you're total. Actually, yeah. So that's. Okay, yeah, go ahead. So your total is you got a 75 on that. Hey, good job, buddy. 50 last and week, know, 75 this week. And I'm improving? Yeah. You're just going to pick blue cards at this point. <laughs> well, that's, that was my backup to that. <laughs> I thought you'd get this because this was your baby. You know, you're the one that was playing with Rhystic Study for the longest time, and then There's, we all well, jumped Well, that's why I felt like I, I knew it. I just couldn't place it so the thing that's a little bit interesting too is like i know that i've been like hey you should give me all of the printings yeah but if i do that then it's game over if you had given me all the printings i would have known right away yeah (laughs) um so 
So yeah, we'll probably, man, it'd be nice to know. That makes it a lot easier. For yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I well, I how about in the future? I get if I get the original printing, and I, I and I won't think tell I you be the, able to get how many. Yeah, I can tell you how many times it has. It has yeah. Well, the hard part with that one is you have the ones. judge promo, and I guess that was the only one I could really judge promo and commander's arsenal. Yeah. So, but I was trying to stick with like the ones that were mass printed, kind of. I guess yeah. Jumpstart I isn't really. It's mass printed, it'll but it'll be interesting. Good job, though. Right. Seventy-five, much improved, going. much improved there, Larry. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Uh, okay, so now let's move into our discussion. Um, sure, why not? It's time. Discussion topics. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. That's stupid. Uh, okay, so as you guys probably know, and if you don't know, that's fine too. Uh, this week, actually last, what, was, what day was that? That was like Friday? Saturday? Last Thursday or Friday, yeah. Uh, one of the cards that got spoiled was a new Lotus. And this one is called jeweled lotus and it's the closest thing you're going to get to basically black lotus before actually getting black lotus uh but of course it's a lotus so it's a zero drop artifact comes in you can sacrifice it add three color a three of any one color to your mana pool spend this mana to only cast your commander so that's the only downfall of it uh unlike black lotus where you can spend it on anything Mm-hmm. So then what kind of went crazy is Twitter, everything was going nuts. Like, oh my God, I can't believe they printed this card. This is, and I was included on the, this is a must include into every single deck. Well, that's kind of what we wanted to, uh, to discuss is, is this a must include in every deck? And is this like in a staple deck. card that has to go? Is this our next arcane signet soul ring type thing? Um, I'll be honest right away. I was like, for sure, this is in every single deck. Why not? Because my view was, and even in a five-color deck, if it's late game, you get this, you can use this to pay for your commander tax if it died. Because, you know, your commanders die mm-hmm. and all that stuff. After I've had time to think about it, I think I have a little bit more narrowed down list. What What are your first thoughts on, on Jewel Lotus? I think... In my mind, the the clause of can only cast your commander. This you know, I think that makes it narrow enough that I I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the other thing is like, do I like rituals in commander? Not necessarily, unless they're really big, and all of those are more flexible than this because this only goes for commander. Mm-hmm. So I don't play dark ritual. I don't no. play, um, I hardly play Mana Vault, even though it's a really good card, or Grim Monolith. Those are essentially artifact rituals as well. And so that that put me where, like, I'm not putting this in every deck right off the bat. I do feel like it probably should have been neutered a little bit more. So, like, an ETB effect when it comes in, like, can't do it right away. You think it's that good that it... <clears throat> I mean, it is good or, early. Or exiled itself. Yeah. I think... The exile the, probably could be better with that, I 
think that would probably be a little bit more fair. I that I mean those are just like general thoughts, but the the card is super powerful, and I think the biggest problem ends up being like when you have your efficient commanders that are already really good, and then if you're able to get this out like turn one or two, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think multiple people are using the example of like Grand Augustine the fourth or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and Grand Arbiter, Grand Arbiter. Augustine the fourth. Yeah. Um, you know, if you get a turn one Grand Arbiter where everybody's spells cost one more and yours are two less or one or two less, like, I mean, that's already, that's, that's already a dick commander to play with. So, I mean, if yeah. they get it on turn one, you might as well just start the game over. You know? Right. So, but like that, that it, it creates unfun game states from turn one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is that okay? It, and that's turn one. Like, I think you're worrying about that what's not going to happen necessarily all the time the problem ends up being like nobody complains about turn one uh is it mana vault mana uh the one that's zero mana mana crypt into play mana crypt nobody complains about turn one mana crypt because not everybody has it Mm -hmm. because it's a hundred dollar card and that's this is like you said it's 130 right now yeah if everybody's running this then it becomes more commonplace that you get a turn one jewel Lotus and oppressive game states. And that is something that I think you do want to avoid for the sake of fun of your play group. I guess I think that's something to consider. Yes. Uh, what do you think is more unfair this or monovolt? Monocrypt. I did it. You said mono, monocrypt. Yeah, uh, which one do you think is more unfair? I think monocrypt is better because you continuously can use that that two yeah. for a zero, zero drop. This is giving you three one time uh, as long as you don't bring it back and all that fun stuff. But And it's only yeah, for I, your commander. Monovolt is for anything. Yeah. And I, I think having, even looking at like, those ritual type cards that can go into other cards are nice, Mm -hmm. right? They give you a lot more flexibility. Like what happens if your commander's already out and it's like turn six or seven and you draw Draw this. It's such a dead, (laughs) such a dead card. It's kind of a dead card. Yeah. Like you're saying, unless you, maybe it's really good in one of those, like where you want to sacrifice your commander. Right. And then this gives you that, boost afterwards that was one of the one of my key points i put is like the decks that this works with is i think one two and three color decks anything more kind of gets a little it depends you know uh the other part i was saying like master mass multi-casting deck so self-sacking if you're planning on your commander going to the graveyard a bunch uh or going to the command zone a bunch uh, what's the the dusk rose yeah the vampire yeah, Alanda. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, Scrolls. Does that sound right? Or if it's a, a commander that gets targeted, so when you play it, you tend to lose it a lot. This might be a good card to have in there because you're going to be playing that commander multiple times. 
Uh, and then the last thing I said was high casting cost commanders. So this could help yeah. you get those out, you know, not be so far behind with uh, the ones that are, you know, five or more casting costs. Um, I, I agree with that. Like it allows you to get those higher CMC commanders out a bit quicker, mm-hmm. a little bit fast. And I guess the question would be is like, does that create more of an oppressive game state or are you just cutting out one of those other ramp cards that we've already mentioned and that was the the second part i was going to get into is you know i got to thinking is that was one of the big arguments that everybody had was this is just another staple automatic staple it goes in every deck and making it so that our decks and we had that discussion when arcane signet came out uh, about that's just an auto include it is going in a lot of my decks if it's two colors or more arcane signets in there um but at what point do we get to that we have all these staples you you can't have your uh, every deck is a staple you know what i'm saying like there's a point where you're having to choose which staples go in there um what is interesting because of how we do our games lately is the drawing eight cards for the first person nine nine and ten you know second third Mm -hmm. fourth Mm -hmm is a lot of times i'd say three out of the four people almost every game to have a turn one or turn two one of the staple monorocks out and so it just doesn't become more of like one person's getting way ahead than everybody else there is that occasional you know soul ring into sensei's top into this into that where you get that one turn that but that person loses their hand at that point they only have three cards left i mean they're still ahead uh but more often I'm seeing everybody get some staple out and it kind of balances out the whole table a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't actually find those as bad. I think more of what people, it seems to me people complain about is that it's, it's less thinking and brewing, you know, it's more of like, well, this is an automatic include, but if we have enough automatic includes at some point, you're going to have to choose between those automatic includes. There's not going to be, they're not going to be automatic anymore. You're going to have a slot of sure. blueprint when we had talked about that in the episode. Maybe you have staples as one of them, and it's only five or ten card staples that you can fit in a deck. Otherwise, the deck doesn't do different things. So there's a point where you you can't keep adding staples in there. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about was what are your thoughts on that? Like, getting to uh do you think that there's a point where we get to we're done with having everything's a staple because we have so many of them right now because what do we have we have oh you could count let's count let's say we counted are we, are we going are we going ramp why not so like just ramp staples we could do yeah i guess ramp but i mean i would say just staples in general because at some point you have if you keep making like so we have scroll rack in in this set by the way which is i think should be in a lot more decks i don't think scroll rack is a no it's not i just said i think it should be in a lot more decks i wouldn't say staple yeah yeah yeah. but price is a you know price is always a a factor when it comes to playability yeah so you have how many people are playing it so so you have sensei's top you have if you're playing green sylvan library and i used to play uh Miri's Guile, but now with owning Sylvan Library, and we've had that d- discussion before, 
where I was always using Miri's Guile, you were using Sylvan Library. Sylvan Library is just an easier way to get more cards in your hand. That's for sure a staple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, okay, so you got those. We have Sensei's, time, I already did that. So we have Soul Ring, you have Arcane Signet. Um, I would say Mono Vault is one. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm indifferent. Again, I, I feel like those ritual cards, that's unless you have a way to make Mana Vault work a little bit better like if you're running voltaic key manifold key uh unwinding clock or something that's gonna no. untap your mono vault mono vault it's is just a ritual or monocrypt sorry i'm flipping them back and forth i meant monocrypt yes um I, I guess i would put jeweled lotus in the category of mana vault grim monolith basalt monolith so not um, not in every deck it has to kind of fit with it. I, I feel like this is going to yeah. get in more often than not, though. I mean, <sighs> I don't, I don't, I just don't think it's necessary, right? Like, again, like, um, I think it was Shivam on on Twitter that was just like, look, Jeweled Lotus, you're you're worried about like Najila or Urza or. They were already broken before this came out. Yeah. Like, this isn't going to break them more. And I think also people are are thinking like turn one or turn two commanders is going to break it. Where I think they kind of forget that you do need to set up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was seeing Cranko being thrown out there. Turn one Cranko seems crazy. But turn two you have two, you know maybe two mountains and then you're playing one to two goblins and then you're going to create two to three goblins with Krenko. And so you're throwing them out there without any, like you're, you're not going to have a haste enabler at that point. You're not going to have um, any of the things that make Krenko super powerful where you're doing like 10, 20, 40 tokens at once and then being able to swing in for haste what you're doing is it's a slow roll. Um, and I think that's the same thing with Urza. Turn one Urza gets you Urza with a 1-1 one, one golem and one island. Like, it's too quick for Urza to be crazy, mm-hmm. right? Najila's pretty aggressive, so that, that could be working. Like, the, the big one was Grand Arbiter, where I was just like, man, that seems oppressive. But if you're playing with somebody that plays that deck, they're just a dick. <laughs> Trombley, no, I'm just kidding. You're a dick. Um, like, turn turn two Yarok sounds scary in my mind. Yeah, you'd have to have yeah, the turn two. You couldn't get turn one, obviously. Uh, I mean, you still could with, with other, with more, other, like a Lotus yeah. Petal or um, Chrome Box or something. Yeah. So you, you can do it. Um, but like anything that comes out before you want to set up that makes jeweled Lotus very powerful, but anything where you need to set up, I think it's, you're able to maybe do some like more things when your commander comes out. But, uh, so like Bruvac, you don't want to do a turn one Bruvac. Like you want to set up and have a bunch of pieces in place. So that when you play Bruvac and you draw cards, you're going to turn one. Turn one Bruvac might be kind of (laughs) nice. 
What are you doing on turn two? Uh, you can play the crabs. Uh, there's quite a bit of the lower drops that you can do. Um, but I, I get it. I, I, honestly, I think this is going to go in a lot of my decks, at least to test it out to be to begin with, For you sure. know, to see how... Yep. That's the interesting thing is, like you said, mid-game, when your commander's already out, this card just sits in your hand then at that point. To, you know, you're, you're almost doing it as a surprise, being like... Oh, you killed my commander. Well, now I dropped this jeweled lotus that covers my commander tax, and then I get him right back out again. Um, mm -hmm. That's my only thought. Otherwise, it's just a dead card in your hand. So, Early I game, mean, it's good. Like, Late I, game, I would, it's worse. I would look for ways to make it still usable when you don't need your commander. Yeah, that's a good point too. So, or you know, there's in Gadrak, I'm sacrificing artifacts, so a free one could be nice. Muldrotha being able to bring it back. Muldrotha is that higher CMC. So I think it kind of works there a bit. Um, if you have like inspiring statuary or mm, I don't inspiring statues, it's where like you can tap your artifacts to add inspiration mm, yeah. for non-artifact spells. So like this turns into a colorless until you need it. Um so having having ways to be able to use it rather than just for your commander and just being a ritual of some type, I think is important for the deck for this to be better. Yeah. As I'm saying, this hundred dollar card needs to be a little bit better. That's, <laughs> that's what I feel like I'm saying. Um, uh, it should. How could you make this as close to Black Lotus without being black? Uh, side note mm -hmm. on this too. Art on this, I like a lot. For sure. It looks amazing. Uh, but then, how much more could you... This is as close as you can get to getting a Black Lotus without getting a Black Lotus. I mean, without I disagree. It, well, I mean, without it really breaking everything. The the thing that by I them really making love your commander, is that this opens up for specific type Lotuses. Yeah. So... Could do you oh. think they can get away with printing an actual like standard card that's a lotus? Oh, that's that just for enchantments for creatures or, or instants or enchantments. enchantments or, oh, how awesome! I think that's really cool. You would have I think people that could be really yeah, cool concept. I like it too, but man, you would have people. You'd have people lose their fucking minds if they did that. Just like just think of. Um, you know, an enchantment themed where you have an enchantment lotus only goes for enchantments. Doesn't do like the the thing about this only casting your commander, not being able to do like activated abilities of your commander. I think does hurt it. Like that could have been something that they added in too. Mm, that's um, a good idea with that. But just only for casting your commander. Is you know what's specific. funny is you're adding in like oh, it would have been better if they added this in. You know how much people freaked out with this card if they would have had that text on there. Holy yeah. shit! Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I think I think opening up and seeing how crazy things got. I don't think they're going to do it for a very long time. Right. If they do a specific, I do like that idea though, making it specific for certain things. But I think at that like, point, what they would have to do, especially if they did like instants and sorceries, is you have to have it exile. You can't have that sit in your graveyard. I would I, agree. I, yeah. I would think spell slinger people would be able to abuse that, even with artifacts or whatever. Yeah, I just it 
It would be crazy. Yeah. But I really like or that you, idea. Or both. And enter the battlefield tapped and exiles when you use it. Like, could be both. So you can't just, like, fucking, like, Lotus, Lotus, Lotus on turn one and just, like, fucking go off. I think another big thing with Jeweled Lotus is that it's in Commander, so it's a singleton format. Yeah. Putting putting other lotuses in standard where you can get four of <laughs> yeah that that yeah. can get crazy so I I doubt that's something that would happen but I like the idea that they did they got away with this yeah and but, so it does yeah. open up opportunities they can do that with commander I mean just think of command tower it's specific for your commander's colors actually that's you know. It's uh, an amazing land. Um, anyways, this card, I'm hoping. <laughs> I can't believe I even said it on the Discord. But I was like, yeah, if this gets down to $15, I'm buying a ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> when did you say I that? I said I it before that, when, it sure. got, when it got spoiled. And I was just, <laughs> it was before any of the first prices came out. I was like, yeah, this gets down to 15 I'm picking up a crap ton. And I'm like, Man, if this gets down to 50, I'm, I'm not picking up a Krypton, but uh, I, I see this fitting in, like I said, I think I'll probably put it in a majority of my decks really to get a test and see how it plays. You know, that'll be a one one thing to figure things out, see if it really becomes a dead card at certain points of the game. Uh, and I generally only play, you know, my favorite colors is normally two. You know, I don't, I'll do three, but I, it's two to three. You know, more, most often deck is made with two colors. Yours, you're more of a three color player, right? Yeah. And that's my second most is doing three. I hate doing monocolor. Uh, I've done those, a couple of them this year because it was fitting in with what we were doing, but I just hate being handcuffed like that. So I, I think this will fit in really well with me testing it because I think it works really well with two color decks uh, and so that so I'll put in a lot of those decks. Are you going to try to use this at all, or what? Well, you for, we first have to get it. I guess that's the yeah, other part. If, if we get it, <laughs> right. I'm not purchasing this. No. Um, if it gets down to fifteen, it, <laughs> yes, because I feel silly not having the Dominaria Mox. Oh, Amber, so, the Mox I mean, Amber. Yeah, I was just like, ah, it'll go cheaper, and then you're like, oh, I'm wrong. Yeah, I feel really silly because I specced on it, and I was like, fuck, this isn't moving. So I just sold them for even money, basically. I think it paid for my Mox Amber that I got, and that's it. And then they spiked <laughs> right after I sold And then you had like uh, a tweet from, was it Chilcott, that was like, it's great when you can sell cards while you're on a plane flight and it pays for your, for your ticket <laughs> out to Hawaii. And you're like, holy fuck. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no, that sucked. I was like, I it, I sold them all and it was more of, um, it was a, uh, did I sell them on eBay? Yeah, I think I did sell them on eBay. But I sold them and then they went up to, what was it, 20, 30 bucks or yeah, whatever they went up. Yeah. I think I sold mine for half. That I think they went for nine. So, oh, good for me. Uh, okay. I think we're done with that. We want to jump into the other stuff. Actually talk about some of the spoiler stuff. Is there anything yeah, more you want to talk about? Let's do that. We'll start. There's three mythics we're going to talk about. 
and then we'll move on to some of the rares and i think at this point we are just uh uh to put it bluntly we are filling time <laughs> we're gonna maybe not talk about all the rare ones because some of them are just gonna be like nope don't really want to talk about that one and kind of move on from that or we might just go really quick through certain things so uh do you want to start with the one of the early spoilers that we've had with uh it's one of the first spoilers we got. Planeswalker. Tevish Zat. Doom of Fools. Four colorless and a black. Uh, legendary Planeswalker Zat. Four loyalty when it comes in. You can plus two it to create two zero one black thrall creature tokens. Uh, you can plus one it. You may sacrifice another creature or Planeswalker. If you do, draw two cards, then draw another card if that sacrifice permanent was a commander and then you can minus tenant uh tenant ten it tenant there we go tenant uh gain control of all commanders put all commanders from the command zone onto the battlefield under your control all of them all of them even yours yes so if you have a partner so it can be your commander and it has partner <laughs> just if, crazy if you have been living under a rock partners coming back yeah <laughs> partner partner everywhere uh there's a ton of partners this card's insane i mean the the ultimate is right yeah and you can sacrifice your you're either sacrificing a permit to draw two cards and then if you're sacrificing another if it was a commander you get to draw Mm -hmm. three and that's a plus that is a plus to at least sack one draw two maybe three I mean, you you turn one, you plus two it to get the thralls out there, and then your next turn you're plus wanting to sacrifice a thrall and drawing two cards, and it just keeps going up and up, so it protects itself. This guy is pretty crazy. The one benefit is he doesn't uh, ultimate off of doubling season, which is good. Yes. Because then that would just be... I feel Stupid. like this card could be really good with like that uh, that Lotus card we just talked about. <laughs> yep, turn two, maybe a turn one. No, it won't be able to work that very well. More than likely a turn two. Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty sick. Seems legit. Uh, okay, then the 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 next partner Planeswalker is Jessica Thrice Reborn. She is two colors and a red. Uh, it enters the battlefield with loyalty counter for each time you cast your commander from the command zone. This game, uh, zero choose target creature until your next turn. If that creature would deal damage to one of your opponents, it deals triple that damage to that player instead. And then minus X, uh, it deals X damage to each of up to three targets. And she can be your commander and also has partner. So I was actually wanting... (laughs) I want to put this in my Daryl deck because mm-hmm. at the very least she comes in with one. Well, that's the problem. I was like, Daryl needs to come in, needs to die and come back again. Cause then I can get the two counters and then remove X. It deals damage of up to three targets. Oh, so then it'd be worth killing off the zombies. Right. A three drop to kill off, to draw three for me would be good. But it seems, 
the other part of well the re that the other reason why i wanted the daryl stuff how when we will get into daryl later but the way daryl wins is (laughs) good one that was good uh the the way that daryl wins the game is the mass damage so the triple the amount of damage uh seems pretty sweet but that's combat damage her creature, choose her creature. Yeah, that's fine. Because what I'm doing is I'm wiping the board so no one has creatures, so then I can attack. That was the other part of Daryl. That deals okay. triple. <laughs> A few minutes later. <laughs> uh, Jessica seems interesting. It should be uh, the triple damage stuff seems interesting with her. The hard part is the minus X either got to be playing a commander you're casting a lot if she's not your commander or that part doesn't really help you much. Yeah, I I think the big thing is just zero. Just being it's a cheap comes into play. Like I think uh, it'd be pretty good in like Marissi where you're having evasive creatures a little bit. Yeah, I can dig or that. Or flyers. Like, I, I'd be okay putting yeah. Jessica in Gadrak or probably even uh, your Perforos deck, even though it'll just, like, have one because you don't have to recast Perforos. But uh, being able to give a big creature triple damage. Triple damage, yeah. Seems good. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about the other mythic and legendary? Or Yeah. Okay, go for it. Okay, six colorless, green, green, legendary creature. I am talking about Kamal, Heart of Croza. You like how I did that? I was <laughs> like, game show, love, heart. All right. Five, five. <laughs> At the wah, beginning wah, of combat. <laughs> I hate that button. <laughs> You're um, saying you hate my son. How no. dare you, Lowry? No. How can I hate somebody I haven't seen in months? <laughs> you hate me. Combat- no, just kidding. <laughs> no. Jeez, you're so sensitive. Uh, at the beginning of combat, on your turn, creatures you control get plus three, plus three, and gain trample until end of turn. And then you can pay a colorless and a green until end of turn. Target land you control becomes a 1-1 elemental creature with vigilance, indestructible, and haste. It's still a land. So really a 4-4 vigilance, indestructible, and haste, trample. That's yeah. still a land. So, And it has the partner. And he has the partner. So I think 8 kind of is a lot yeah. but man is that that's big time right there you know it'd work well with this card what Jewel, jeweled lotus <laughs> <laughs> i agree i agree yeah six turn, turn five, I mean, if it's a, it's a, yeah turn five that's funny a turn five it takes that long because it's such a huge casting cost um <laughs> Yeah, you get him out. He's pretty good. If, yeah, man. if when you get yeah. him out. He's just, a finisher, right? Yeah. 
I mean, would it's... you run this over that? Uh, remember that be- that behemoth that gives like all of your creatures plus two plus two and trample for if your commander's out and needs like six mana. Is it? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, I... that that's just yeah. a static effect. Like that's probably more reliable than this. This just can kind of end the game on its own, though. I mean, you're you're paying eight to get him out. So, you're if he lasts to your next turn, you have at least four, four four creature or lands that are indestructible, vigilance, and all that fun stuff. Maybe though, because you got to tap the mana to get him to actually turn into the creature. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the built-in overrun on a stick on that, the 3 plus 3 and trample. I remember when I used to... It's just so much. All right. You're right. Just a lot. Kill him once, and then it's like, well, never casting that guy again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's get into some of the rares. Let's kind of move through these quick uh, click, kind of. Uh, So we have, what is it, Lethiel, the Bountless... Dawn. Uh, so this is two green and white for a unicorn with it's a 2 2 lifelink. At the beginning of each end step, if you gain life this turn, distribute up to that many 1 1 counters among any number of other target creatures. Pretty sweet life gain deck. This is a must have in your what Tristani. This will go in Trombley's Tristani yep. deck. Um, what color is Aloro? Aloro is white, blue, white, black, blue, black. So that won't work in there. Nah. But I don't know what else this would work in, but I mean, it could be it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like, it feels like it goes in a life gain deck, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to. Maybe I build a life gain deck with this, but it's it's definitely not pushing me there. But I think it's a really good bit card. Yeah. Because like, I, I, I can could, see playing could, all those little little those little birds that the w- one drop one ones that have lifelink. I mean, you're gaining mm-hmm. life off of that. Then they get bigger because you're distributing counters. Uh, you can just do a bunch of cheap shit, but they get big because you're getting the counters on them every turn. Yeah, I can see myself. I mean, probably won't, but this could go into Omnath, where I'm gaining life. You know, four. It's a good point. At least every turn. Every turn or other people's turn, because it says at the beginning of each end step. Yeah. So if you're gaining on other people's turns, it's so it's it's a lot quicker than Helia, Sun Crowned God, mm-hmm. where it's just one for the trigger of life gain. Right. Putting four counters, distributing them however I want, seems pretty solid as well. Mm-hmm. So, um. I think anywhere where you're gaining a ton of life, this can get out of hand where you're just making huge creatures, right? For sure. That's what I was thinking. You're just dropping a life gain meat force out and then they just turn into this beater with uh, just gain life while you're doing it. It could be an interesting deck. I don't know. That might be something to look into. Yeah. It'd be just straight up life gain. So I I think the more interesting commander is the next one that you're going to talk about here because this guy's crazy i'm disappointed uh why why are you disappointed oh we'll we'll talk about it i think the colors are wrong uh navineral (laughs) herborg tyrant uh three colorless white blue black it is a three six zombie wizard 
Uh, Nevineral has his own disc, so yeah, uh, I believe everybody knows that one. Uh, and so, he's actually holding it in the picture, I believe. I'm almost positive. Oh, it's around his neck. Oh, yes. I see that. Okay. I was just looking at his hands. And I'm like, that's a staff? And then yeah, like, it's just like, a fist. Then it's just his junk in the other hand. So that doesn't... <laughs> Adam is wrong. Right. <laughs> so it has hexproof from artifacts, creatures, and enchantments. So cannot be targeted by those things of an opponent. Uh, when Nevineral Urborg Tyrant enters the battlefield, create a tapped 2-2 black zombie creature token for each creature that died this turn. So that's any creature can be tokens, can be non-tokens. Uh, I think that's a pretty cool, important part. Board wipe before you do this, then uh, drop him out. You got a ton of mana, but <laughs> I mean, I'm casting my my other that last commander. Fuck yeah, I have a lot of mana. <laughs> do you know I'd be really good with this card? Wrath of God. <laughs> I was thinking the Lotus. <laughs> No, that's three uh three colors my borderline. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> get this get this out on turn four. I'm yep. okay with that. Uh and then the kicker is when the veneral dies, you may pay one. When you do, destroy all artifacts, creatures, and enchantments. <laughs> so um Why are you disappointed? What color does it need? Okay, so here's Can I ask I you one one what? side note really quick? What? what? Is Taka snoring in the background yes <laughs> okay because i can hear it so if people are hearing that snoring it's his dog because <laughs> i'm like is that, what is that noise normally like, he's really into the show but <laughs> tonight apparently he doesn't want to listen about like, you guys are talking about cards i am bored god how about you just laugh so i have um, a pussycat on my lap and she doesn't make any noise she's just headbutting mm, me mm. Out of my lap. You didn't. You didn't accidentally say it. Like that. <laughs> okay. Um, Back okay, to so the card. So my my problem is is okay. So when you pay the one, when it dies, it destroys all creatures, which would go with black, and all enchantments, which goes with white. But the artifacts goes with blue. Right. And blue doesn't destroy artifacts. Red destroys uh. artifacts. So to me, this should be a Mardu commander, white, black, red. But it's following what the disc does. Yeah, I understand that. But the disc isn't blue. I'm just saying it it, it should be a white, red, black. That part is the disc. That's just what's around his neck. That's all that that's doing. What? But what part of that is blue? (laughs) What What part of that is blue? It isn't. It's just like an accessory. It's like having uh, his uh, equipment on him. He has uh, the disc on So you're saying blue is... uh, Red is an artifact color as well. So I I think they messed up with it Well, let's see. Let's break down the beginning part. So hexproof from artifacts, creatures, and enchantments. We'll give you hexproof. What's a hexproof giver? Every color kind of do that? Uh, Uh, Blue kind of does that. Yeah, it's blue. And then you go to the next part. It enters battlefield. Create zombies. Of course, that's that's black. So then white would be the one that would be off there. But destroying all art, destroying multiple things is a white thing to do. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. The hexproof is the blue. The black is the the zombies, and the destroying is the white. 
Because that's the only thing white can do good. <laughs> I think it should just be red. This would have been <laughs> such a cool red, black, blue, or red, black, white commander. In my mind, that would have been very different from what other, like, this is just kind of maybe another Esper commander. I don't mm-hmm. know, like, there's how different it is for that. Because you already have Lycia, which is like, Whenever you attack with uh, zombies, you make zombies and you draw on discard. Like, that already makes zombie tokens. And maybe that's why they put it in there, too, even though that's a, a red, blue, black. That, like, making zombie tokens is more like Grixis colors. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, because you do really have blue. Cool. You do. You kind of. You have blue zombies, you know, blue and black. Yeah. Yeah, red zombies. That's that's where it's like a little squishy. Where like zombies isn't really in red. Yeah, but I still feel like it would have been better there because <laughs> zombies aren't in white. Maybe a little bit with Amonkhet, but yeah, because you got the uh, embalm embalm stuff was white. Mm-hmm. All right, let's uh, let's yeah. move off of that and move into some of our single colored legendary this one's freaking insane but it's uh oh, i'm gonna be doing this a lot the kid can't even read sounder on this but Ilagith crossroads agar <laughs> auger auger four and two blue for a five six legendary sphinx flying if you would scry a number of cards, draw that many cards and say, actually, I thought this was a different card, but this is still cool. Uh, it does have partner. I think this is kind of cool. There are a lot of scry stuff out there. So basically, it's just replacing anytime you would scry, you draw cards instead of that. Seems interesting. You could build a scry deck around it. I just don't know what you win with. Because <laughs> right when this came out, I'm you like... You win with drawing cards, Adam. You keep scrying. You keep drawing. <laughs> like, Come on. Opt, opt just draws you two cards at instant speed yeah. for one blue. No, I, there's a lot of cool pre-ord- stuff to do with pre-ordain this. Preordain draws you three cards for one blue. You have an ancestral recall with you. Jesus. Well, you play Thassa. You get to draw a card every turn. You play the Sphinx. Uh, what was that one? For, yeah, Sphinx of attack. Foresight. Yeah, you draw a card. Um, there's... There's some pretty well, sweet. Well, there's the there's a Sphinx from original Theros block that when it attacks you scry three. Woof. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> so this, but it partners. So the cool thing is this doesn't have to. This can be your commander along with something else. So this deck I think could be built with this guy here. I think mm. he's going to be mm. interesting. Um, why don't you move to the the black vampire? Uh, all right, this is one we've known for a while. Yeah. Senjar, the Dark Baron. Uh, four colorless, black, black. Vampire Noble. Four, four flyer. Whenever another creature dies, put two 1-1 one, one counters on Senjar. And then whenever another player loses the game, you gain life equal to that player's life total He uh, as the turn began. And it does have partner. Partner. Interesting. It's not going to be normally a lot unless somebody's really beaten down and they had a lot of life to start. It's probably normally going to be like five, ten, but it's still you're gaining Ooh, five, Baron, ten life. Baron can get pretty big. Yeah, right? but no, I'm just saying the life gain part. You're not 
most likely. But I mean, if you're it. able to swing in and kill somebody with, with him, Senjar, like that's gonna at least be, you know, tennis. You can you can swing for the fences. Nice thing is it it says whenever another creature dies, it isn't a non-token, and it yeah, it's for everybody's creatures, including yours. So you can sack stuff to take advantage of that, get him bigger. Well, again, what isn't good with Grave Pact, but everybody sacrifices a creature then, and then you're putting two, four, six counters on him. He's a 10-10 with yeah. one Grave Pact. And he's your commander, one swinging. If you get him big enough, yeah. It, it seems pretty interesting. I love I love that we got so many more partner stuff because now like it's just endless of mm-hmm. the combinations we can do here. Uh, okay, the one red one that we have here is... <laughs> Karark, Krark the Thumbless. One colorless, one red. Goblin Wizard. We finally get to see him. He has a 2-2, and whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, flip a coin. If you lose the flip, return the spell to your hand. If you win the flip, copy that spell. You may choose new targets. And he is partner. This seems actually pretty decent. Uh, it kind of sucks that you're... you're potentially countering yours, but you're not really countering it. It's bouncing it to your hand. But if you're playing a deck that you're more like, it's more on the casting of spells part of it. Like they don't have to resolve necessarily. If you're getting triggers off of casting, this could be really good because you're still casting that one when it's returned to your hand and then you cast it again. Maybe it's doubling, maybe it's tripling it. Uh, there, and it's a partner, so you can also get more than just the red color. You can mix them with blue or whatever. Well, it seems what about- like it could, yeah, the the two that come to mind for me is like I could do this in uh, Calamax. So whenever I if Calamax is tapped and I cast the instant, it's copied. That copy doesn't return to my hand, oh, so like that, that automatically happens. And then if you flip the coin, it would also be copied. So make that other one. Too bad Calamax isn't partner. Then you could partner with Calamax. Yeah. So here's the the partner one would be Vile Smasher the Fierce, the red-black partner one from the original. And you're casting the spell, and if you lose a flip, that spell goes back to your hand, but you're still doing the random damage with Vile Mm -hmm. Smasher. So that could be kind of cool. Being able to just, like, purposely lose, but doing some type of delve spell or something big that's a little bit free. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't read the flavor text before. It just says double or nothing. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> I have both his thumbs. I'm trying to sell his foil one. I got that foil one for so cheap. It went up like crazy. Did you see what it was at for a little bit there? Uh, it was like 150, right? Yeah. <laughs> was never you sold for Do that. you know what you could have gotten for that? <laughs> um, There's almost Jeweled something. Yeah. Jeweled Lotus? <laughs> Thank you for saying that. I keep on forgetting the jeweled part. I I never forget jewels. <laughs> Don't forget the jewels. All right, move on to the green guy. Kodama of the East Tree. Uh, four colorless, green, green. Everybody's heard of Kodama. He is very popular. Uh, this card, this legendary spirit, is a 6-6 six, six and has reach. I got it, because Kodama's reach. Get it? Whenever another permanent enters the battlefield under your control, if it wasn't put under the battlefield with this ability, you may put a permanent card with equal or lesser converted mana cost equal 
card cost from your hand onto the battlefield. Oh, from your hand. From your hand. I missed that. That's kind of cool, though. Uh, you don't have to cast it, right? Whenever a permanent enters the battlefield, so no. Okay. Okay. The only thing we're missing now is we don't have a west tree. They have a north and south? Yeah, I didn't realize that until I was searching for it right now. I was like, I knew they had a center tree. They have Kodama of the center tree, and that's Betrayers of Kamigawa. They have Kodama of the north tree, which is Champions of Kamigawa, and Kodama of the south tree, which is also Champions of Kamigawa. I didn't know that those existed. I don't remember the center one, but I remember there were, one of them is like a lizard, right? It's like four green. Um, so this also has partner, but this yep. is kind of cool. Um, I was thinking that maybe this could be a cool piece in my like Vivictus Asmati deck where you're cheating in a big creature from the top. And then if you get something stuck on your hand, it can go in uh, into play from your hand. Well, um, the interesting thing is you could play a land and then they could get another land into play. It says whenever you another permanent enters the battlefield under your control, if it wasn't put there by this sure. way, you may put a permanent with equal or lesser converted monocost. So you could do a land for a land. So every time you drop a land, you have a potential to drop a second land. That's pretty cool. Six mana to be doing land. You're you're thinking pretty big here, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> it might fit well in my uh, my uh, Daryl deck. You can you can yeah yeah you, know, you can play that forest and then cheat in your guy's cradle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not do it the other way? Doesn't matter. All right, <laughs> uh, let, let's that was, let's that was move. The point into the uh multi-color stuff so we have a lot more here uh, i get a dragon to start off yeah so amareth the lustrous three green white blue for a legendary dragon six six flying uh whenever another permanent enters the battlefield under your control look at the top card of your library if it shares a card type with the that permanent you may reveal that card and put it into your hand Pretty sweet. Whenever another permanent enters the battlefield under your control, look at the top card of your library. If it shares a card so, with the permanent, you may reveal the card and put it in your hand. Pretty sweet. So again, you play a land. <laughs> if it's a land, it goes right into your hand. You play a creature. If it's a creature, I mean, this is all about set setting your top stuff, knowing what you're playing ahead of time and being so able to draw. So scroll rack would definitely be a staple in here. Yeah. And Sensei's Top and Sylvan oh. Library. So, like, I definitely, it, it seems like work and at least a different card, but like, it's, it's, it's basically saying, like, hey, you do this one thing and maybe you draw a card. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the colors that you're dealing with there green, blue, you're, you have a good chance of knowing what your top's going to be. You have your Sylvan Libraries. You have your Scrying Abilities and all that fun stuff. Um, I think you could set this pretty good. I, I feel 
of the three color dragons that we've had, you know, the old school ones from like Planner Chaos and all that, the one of one of them that's your favorite that we talked about, wasn't that from mm-hmm. Planner Chaos? Yeah. I like this ability a lot. I don't say necessarily say it's the same stuff because those are normally when they're attacking, you're tapping and doing stuff. This just seems pretty solid to just play stuff and draw st- potentially draw cards off of that if it shares the same thing. Yeah, I think I think not saying draw though also see, like maybe as a hindrance because then you could take advantage of the draw effect you're saying yeah i mean like this like the uh you know you're just not getting anything like so to furious ageless insight would not trigger off of this mm. that's a good point you know um and so foreshadowing <laughs> maybe so i think it's it's expensive and it probably is too much work, but I do. I appreciate that the card exists. It's a very pretty drag. <laughs> That's a very nice way to say it. I appreciate that the card exists. Uh, why don't you get to our Ninja Turtle? Arkelos Lagoon Mystic. Uh, colorless black, green, blue, two, four. Turtle Shaman. As long as Arkelos... Lagoon Mystic is tapped. Other permanents enter the battlefield tapped. As long as Arkelos is untapped, other uh, permanents enter the battlefield untapped. That, it's weird that it had to have that second part. Life is not a race. <laughs> Remember that flavor text, Larry. It might be on one of our uh, future episodes. <laughs> I hope it's next week. Otherwise, I'll forget yeah. it. <laughs> Don't you think it's weird that they have... That first, that second part? No, I think it's really cool. What's your problem? Oh, okay, never mind. So it's saying that if you're playing stuff that is tapped, like comes in tapped, it's going to have it come in untapped. What? Your dog so is so loud untapped, snoring. Things come into play untapped. If it's tapped, things come into play tapped. Correct, but I'm saying you could play cards that naturally, like the 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 two land bounce lands where you play it and they come into play tapped. Yeah. If he's untapped, it's coming into play untapped. So it's yes. kind of like your amulet of vigor on a stick with this yeah. guy. So that I think, what I was just, what I was saying, I was thinking, I was like, I didn't, I wasn't thinking about that. I thought it was just saying if he's untapped, it, this doesn't happen with them coming into play tapped. That's where I was like, this is stupid <laughs> that they have that part, but it's doing an amulet of vigor type effect. Mm, so uh, to, to, Make it a little bit more specific. Uh, Amulet of Vigor is a a trigger. So it would... Multiple amulets, like when you You have something coming to play tapped, you can stack it. This is a replacement effect. So they enter the battlefield tapped or untapped, not untap it. It's not like the trigger action. So... Like, if you had Amulet of Vigor in this deck, you're not going to be able to be like, untap one, untap two, and get a bunch of mana out of those bounce lands. It's just, if this is untapped, if Argolos Arcalos is untapped, and you have an Amulet of Vigor, the bounce land enters untapped, does not trigger the Amulet of Vigor. So you don't get that extra mana or whatever, but it, it comes into play untapped. So... And there it's for go. everybody <clears throat> if he's untapped. Yeah, that's true as well. So you want to be able to control the tapping and untapping of this guy. Yeah. 
Um, so I really like vehicles. This card. Yeah, I think he's pretty sweet. I just wish it had partner. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he's already three partner. colors. <laughs> I know. Colfinor, the last you. Me? No, yeah. you. Damn it! I was. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I stole your joke. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta give you the want wants. <laughs> Uh, three colorless white, black, green. It is a 3-7 Vigilance Reach. Uh, whenever Colfinor, the last you or another creature you control dies, return up to one uh, other target creature card with lesser toughness from your graveyard to your hand. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Probably pretty good with Jeweled Lotus. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that should be the name of the episode. Probably good with Jewel Lotus. <laughs> um, but I think the because uh, Colfinor is uh, um, from the original. It's not Lorwyn, but it's probably Morning Tide or something. Is that like Doran, Doran block type thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's probably Shadowmore, I think, actually. So, but now. Kofanor was the last you. you and not indestructible anymore, which is uh, probably going to get chopped down here soon. It totally looks like an inch from uh, Lord of the Rings, though. <laughs> it does. Right? Yeah, it does. Uh, all right. Next one is, is it Gen? Arcanium Who? Weaver? Gen? 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 You want to do Kofanor again? No. Red, white, black. <laughs> Human wizard, two, three. You can tap wah, red, wah, white, wah. black. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Tap him. Sacrifice an enchantment. Return target enchantment card from your graveyard to the battlefield. Kind of sweet. Bring him back enchantments. Enchantment base. Flipping them. You know, all that fun stuff. I don't like that card. Go to the next one. Let's go with uh, Nostro. I'm going to guess he's Italian. Uh, Voice of the Crags. Colorless blue, red, white. 3-3, Chimura. Tap it, choose one. X is the number of spells you've cast this turn. Or, scry X. Or, Nostra Voice of Crags deals X damage to target creature. Or, you gain X life. Oh, it fits all those colors. Blue, red, and white. Yeah, that's great. That's, this would be good if it partnered with the uh, the Sphinx. The one that scryed? Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That'd be huge. That seems sweet. But it doesn't have partner. So I think this card is cool, but like, how many cards are you going to be casting? So you want this to be pretty low, right? Maybe just artifacts. Yeah, like something like um, the Lotus. <laughs> this seems like it'd be good with the jeweled lotus. <laughs> I had for you were like you couldn't remember, and then I forgot it. So that's why I called it the lotus, <laughs> the Nino. Banish for the Nino. <laughs> the lot. I was gonna call it the col- or kaleidoscope lotus, and I was like, no, that's not the name. So I'm just gonna call it the lotus. Uh, do we want to talk about gold <laughs> Muldrak? That one, yeah. Do we want He's, to talk about Hans? Before, Hans isn't that good. Before Gore Moldrock was a card, there was 
uh, somebody on Twitter posted it, but there was two salamanders. Yeah, it's a fucking salamander commander, but yeah. there was and two salamanders previously to this. No, they were blue. Oh, I guess there are oh, salamanders red. from three way red, back in the day. Red salamanders. No, there's there's a two blue ones from course that's like tw- 2011, 2012 or whatever. But they mentioned Gore Maldruck. So, but there are salamanders from like Tempest Block. You're right. I forgot about them. Um, but those so, are red, so they don't even fit in this color at all. No, they don't. No, they don't. I want to talk about Hans for the flavor stuff. Maybe you okay. don't. Okay. So Hans Ericsson, uh, two colorless, red, green. It's a one four human scout. Whenever Hans Ericsson attacks, or reveal the top card of your library. If it's a creature card, put it onto the battlefield tapped and attacking, defending player, or a planeswalker they control. Otherwise, put that card into your hand. Uh, when you put a creature card into the battlefield this way, it fights Hans Ericsson. Uh, flavor decks. Nothing could ruin such a fine day, Safi. So, Saffron Olive. No. Well, it kind of looks like them, doesn't it? No, that's what their the Goldfish's episode today was like. They made a card just for you, Seth. <laughs> and it, it says Safi. Saffron Olive. So Safi, yeah. Eric's daughter, is a card from Time Spiral. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one at all? No. Uh, green, white, when it's... Uh, you can sacrifice it to bring back a creature that when it dies, it comes back into play. And then, like, there's, and then there's, um, oh, okay, I'm looking at it right now. Ock, so green, and then, and then for white, remember Lurgoif? Yeah, old Four. school, yeah, Lugifor. Yep. Its flavored text is Ox Hans Run. So, this is Hans. The person that was saying Ox Hans Run was Safi, who's in the background of this card, pointing at the Lurgoif about to tell Hans to run. So it's all like really close together type thing. Oh, that's kind of cool. So Lord time with Larry. And there's even an unhinged card that's called Akhan's run. So it's uh it's a running gag they got going on and god, it looks great. It so looks in great. the your uh Safi, that it says, in a blink of an eye, she strode from deep snow to dusty waste. From the crease of light behind her, a voice rang hollow. Safi, wait for me. So, yeah, that's Hans going like, oh, wait for me. Wait. But she's probably in the time spiral type thing. So she survives. And uh, I don't know much about that, but I would assume that she survives and then sacrifices herself and Hans comes back. Partial lore time with Larry. (laughs) Moving on. I think it's cool. So that's pretty sweet. That's cool. I like the pointing. I didn't notice that. I like the the dog is back to snore. (laughs) Taka. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, Taka. <laughs> he's tired. We didn't do anything today. Uh, <laughs> he's tired. We didn't do anything. All right. Alicia, Shroud of Dusk. Mm-hmm. Two white. No, two and two white and a black for a legendary creature, Angel 5 5. 
Rather than pay two for each previous time you've cast this spell from your command zone this game, pay two life that many times. Flying lifelink, whenever a player casts a spell, they lose two life. So it's everybody <clears throat> taxing everybody from casting spells. Um, from what I understand, lore-wise, so this whole set is dripping with lore and nostalgia. This is, uh, Liesa is a sister to Sigarda and Bruna and Gisela. Okay. So, you know, it's white red, white green, white blue. This is the white black version ah. of it. But when um, Avacyn was created by Soren, Avacyn see, or, <clears throat> uh, looked for Liesa and I believe got rid of her. That's what I was understanding and hearing. So she is dead. But what? she kind of comes back. So yeah, I she think had to pay two life every time she came back. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, but like Avison looked at the the black man and said, "That's bad. Need to get rid of it." And so I I don't know much beyond that part. But I, again, I think it's really cool, and you can kind of tell from the staff that she's doing. That's kind of a um, Innistrad staff. Partial lore time with Larry. Moving on. Good at this one. All right. <laughs> this, card's, this card's great. I love it. Nimrus, Una's Trickster. Three colorless, blue, black. One, six, fairy knight, flash flying. Whenever you cast your first spell during each opponent's turn, look at the top two cards of your library. Uh, put one of those cards into your hand and the other into your graveyard. I like that. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it totally fits the theme of Lorwyn and uh, Shadowmore and... Uh, yeah. I don't know what I could do with it, but it seems cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, then we have Obeka. Obeka. It's old Becca. Maybe Obeka. Brute chronolog chronologist. Chronologist? There we go. Kid can't even read. One <laughs> blue, black, red for a legendary. Remember when I called it an, an org? <laughs> <laughs> when I didn't, the kid can't even read back in the day, but Ogre Wizard, uh, it's a 3-4. Tap it. Target player whose turn it is may end the turn. Yep. Sundial Infinite, right? Isn't that uh, ending your own turn? But this That's, is yeah. the person's turn gets to choose if they want to end it. Yeah. I, I like that little wrinkle. So, like, that... uh. That cyclonic rift person. Mm. If it's not their turn, you can just be like, uh, "Would you like to end your turn?" And then we all get none to of keep this happens. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. So that I I think it gives a little bit more flexibility, but uh, I mean, I don't see this us, as a commander. Yeah, for for us, I think it's not going to work, and I think its colors are off. <laughs> you're all about the colors should be blue it's, white red uh for your future notes it's uh flavor text i'm bored with now yeah that makes sense mm -hmm. that makes a ton of sense all right why don't you bring <clears throat> us mana burn back yeah. i'm bringing mana burn back your yep. lock <laughs> nice your lock of scorch thrash 
Uh, colorless black, red, green, 4-4, four, four, Viashino Shaman, Vigilance. Uh, a player losing unspent mana causes that player to lose that much life. And then you can pay a colorless, tap it. Each player adds black, red, green. Uh, love that this is Jund. Totally makes sense. Don't kind of mess with colors at all. <laughs> I'm glad they got your approval. Yeah, the Vigilance doesn't make sense there, but... Uh, uh, I mean, they want it, you to be able to utilize that. Yeah, you burning yeah. everybody for that, three. That, ma- that part makes sense, but um, so I think this is sweet. I love that yeah. there's a card that brings mana burn back. <laughs> I hated mana burn, but it's funny that they have a commander that deals with just that, which kind of yeah. cool. So, like, is there ways? So there are some cards that allow you to give mana to players. Not a lot. No, not a ton. Not that I can think of off the top of my head. And then there's the red cumulative upkeep red enchantment. Yeah, braid of fire. So that can get out of a little bit of hand. Um, But they got to be playing that or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Or like a guy's cradle that you can't use all of the mana. I mean, it seems I don't know. I tend to use. Yeah, I was gonna say I tend to use up. I don't normally have mana just floating there. So really, this is like trying to lightning bolt each player for three. But a lot of times, you can use it for shit. <laughs> you know, you have things that tap for it. There are um, cards that make everybody like tap their mana. Oh yeah, you have the the one. If they tap one, they gotta tap it all. Yeah, mana web. Yeah. Um. And then there's also like this creature. It's like a player has to sacrifice a land unless all of their mana is all of their lands are tapped. And to tap your lands, you have to create mana. So that's a way to have something floating. Or the uh, there's there's a couple of cards that could be kind of cool in there. So, I dig it. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I don't think it's doing a whole ton, though. Yeah. No. Uh, this next one is, oh, man. Pouring salt in the wound. This thing is kind of brutal. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Zara, Renegade, Recruiter. Three blue and red for a 4-3 flying human pirate. Whenever she attacks, look at defending player's hand. You may put a creature card from... From their hand onto the battlefield under your control, tapped and attacking that player or planeswalker they control. Return that creature to its owner's hand at the beginning of the next end step. So it's like you're attacking with her, and it doesn't even have to be, you know, get through. It's you choose this player, and then you're taking something out of their hand and then hitting them with it. They're not going to want to necessarily kill it unless they have no answer for your Zara. So it's just, I don't know, it's. It seems kind of brutal. This could be really cool. I like that a lot. It seems like you're going to become the enemy of the table (laughs) unless you find somebody that has like crater hoof behemoth or you're doing a blight steel colossus. You're like, all right, kill you. She touched my leg. Okay. Kill him. Or, you know, (laughs) I don't, it just, it seems like it could be a brutal thing, but a lot of fun. I like it. 
yeah. take their stuff and sacrifice it before it goes back to their hand. Oh man, what a dick! Then you just added more dickish to that. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! That's that is natural progression of stealing other people's <laughs> creatures or permanence. Uh, all right, uh, I think that was it, right? Are we done? We're done with all Are that stuff. Done? No, we still have one more segment here. One spec to rule them all. All right, so this time we are moving back to M21. And so we both kind of went through it. There's actually quite a few cards in there. Uh, but we both picked out one spec to rule them all. Uh, did you Larry press a button for that? No, I did the spec. spec. All right. Uh, do you want to start off with your spec? I am going to go with Tefiri's Ageless Insight, which I said earlier. Um, the show, showcase, <laughs> showcase foil sitting about right around three dollars. Um, and the card and is that's for the foils, just, too. Yeah, foil showcase. And the card is, I think, there's a lot of potential for it. And that's that's more of where I'm looking at it. Like, in comparison, like, it's just saying, like, if you draw a card, you're going to draw another card. And I think this goes really well in cantrippy decks. Um, and so I've added it to Calamax, and it just gives you gas. And also I've added it into my Glen deck, which there's like a sub-theme of looting there. And so instead of like tap, draw a card, discard a card, tap, draw two cards, discard a card. Or, you know, and so you have that kind of thing going on, uh, and you just... It just gets you there. Like, it puts you a little bit over the hump. Kind of similar um, to El Hamrite's Archive, which is colorless but five mana uh, and has a doubling the life gain thing. Um, so I just think there's a little bit more room there. I think it could probably... Showcase foils, I can see sitting... Getting up to, like, ten bucks. For sure. <clears throat> I mean, it's already in... 3,600 EDH rec decks. So it's in quite a few decks. And the cool thing is that the wording of it's kind of, it's not weird, but when you first read it, it's like if you draw a card, except for your first one you draw in each of your draw steps. So if you're drawing a card on somebody else's turn, that's why you were saying any of the stuff where it's draw one and yeah. discard one. If you're not on your draw step and you're drawing a card, you're drawing two instead. So it's pretty sweet in that aspect. Yeah. So the card just is really quite good and yeah. uh relatively cheap and it fits into a lot of type of strategies now i think initially when i was looking at it i was going like blue just has better options and really what this does is it just gives you like gas um and it fits into those uh like maybe those graveyard strategies of being able to, um, if you want to discard cards into your graveyard, but you're just going to see more cards. So like a Faithless Looting is draw four, discard two for one red mana. Like it makes those types of cards really quite good. Mm -hmm. Can I say one thing that I really love that you both, you used two times now? Hmm? I am going to insert fart sounds. The ones that made me laugh so hard before because you used gas twice. Yeah, baby. Because it's giving you gas. 
I'm excited. I was excited the first time you said, I'm like, oh, can't wait to put that one in. And then you did it again. I was like, all right, we got two farts in this one. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to say the word gas more often. <laughs> Ah uh, yeah, I I I haven't built a blue deck since it came out. Uh, have I built a new? No, because the one that I added my card pick here is I added to a deck that I already had. But mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely Teferi's. If you're drawing mo- more cards than what you would normally off your just your normal draw step, this is a for sure add. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it should maybe we go go. That's what it was. It's in my Bruvac deck. This should go on my Bruvac deck. I think this was one of the last cards to cut with it. But he, the the interesting thing is, is it's they didn't do a full art with this. They did like that weird showcase. special yeah. showcase that um, kind of like they did with the Jace spellbook, where the mana symbols are different and all that. So it looks really sweet. It looks kind of metallic and everything. And like you said, three bucks. It's it's two bucks for the other stuff and it's a dollar more and you get the showcase so um okay my f- my one pet peck my one spec Spectacle is spec spec is tafiri master of time this card does some major work you play it and they people have to kill it but the thing is it protects itself a little bit so that one's the one where you may activate uh, I've loyalty a abilities. This, the card's so good. Yeah, it's when we see it get in a game, it's just what I think when we played, you were in that game where it took like three, either attacks or spells to try to kill it to get rid of it. Yeah. Three different people well, trying I to get rid of it. I think that was when guy guy stole it and then copied it. And so I think we had to go multiple times. Maybe you weren't in that game. This happened. No, I wasn't in that one. It happened. So Guy stole to Fury Master of Time. I don't remember how, but then he spark doubled it. Oh, man. And so he was going like, draw one, discard one, draw one, discard one. Oh, you want to attack this one? Well, this one's going to phase you out. And then it was really, it just gone way, way ahead. And, um... I think it took us two rounds, everybody attacking to Furies to try and to, to get, get it rid of them. Figured it out. Yeah. And that's the thing is you can't let this one just sit. You can't let the person just keep and but it it will get to its max pretty damn quick. By the time it gets around to the second turn, yeah. they're gonna have the ultimate take two extra turns after this one. Uh, and then you're also if you don't kill it, you're plus one in and drawing a drawing a card, discarding a card, drawing a card, discarding a card. Um, this card's just, it has to be killed immediately. This is on a kill, kill him card. Um, but the, the interesting thing about this is it's a mythic, but because it had so many different printings, all the little tweaks that they did to it, uh, it's pretty damn cheap for, uh, this and it's used in 3000. So you, the card that you were talking about is a rare that is really good for drawing and all that, but it, it's a rare, so it's good. It should be in a little bit more. Uh, this is in 3,000 EDH rec decks. Yours was in 3,600, so you're in a little bit more. But there's so many printings that it's held this price down. So you can get, I am more saying go for the full art non-foils. Uh, and that's sitting at about 20 bucks right now. And it's the only one that is completely different than the others. All the other ones just have like different tweaks, different colors, yeah. different whatever. 
you can shoot for the foils of those. Uh, a couple of those are at 19 or 20 bucks. So if you wanted a foil of the other ones, that's also an angle you can go at. But personally, I like the full art. That's the one that I bought a while back. Uh, and those are sitting at 20 bucks. Now the full art foils are at 50 or 44, 50, no, 40, 44 bucks. So that could be a route, but there's so many better options. You can get them for a lot cheaper by going with either the foil ones with the other art or just a full art non-foil. Cause this card, this is going to go up. This is just going to be used in a t- every blue deck should have this. Because it has kind of a bit of target removal, you know, getting rid of a creature, Mm -hmm. you know, having it phase out. It's not killing it, um, and it's giving you draw right away multiple times. You're probably getting at least two times to use the draw effect off of it. And for four to draw two and discard, that's pretty good in itself. And with Ageless Insight... You get the draw two, oh. discard one. Look at that. Two. Look at that. They Working work together. together. <laughs> nah, I think, yeah. Don't worry. We're cousins. Tafiri is crazy. So I would have picked that if, especially at the price that it is at for the cheaper versions. Like, I think I was seeing $13 easy. Um, oh, for the uh, the other versions. I'm yeah, thinking for I'm sure. probably going to sit down and try and throw some more on Card Sphere and just get more than the one that I have. Um, because I think the card is crazy. So, yeah, both picks I think are one spec to rule them all. I think yours for sure could get up to ten, especially you get the foil uh, showcase ones. I think Tafiri could go from a twenty dollar card easily hit forty within a couple years here. So I, I, I'm in the same boat. I think I'm going to... I already picked up a bunch of yours, Ageless Insight. Um, yeah. I only have the one copy of Tafiri just because, you know, it's a higher buy. So I'll probably try to pick up a couple more. All right. Well, you guys can catch us next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. See ya. Did I say something weird there? Did I do <laughs> no, it different? Got, okay. For some reason, it's it didn't register that that was what we're doing yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like did what did i fuck up there because he's not starting it he's i was like, gonna try and play it off like there's a delay <laughs> <laughs>